Hello and welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. And uh, tonight our episode is sponsored by Blueberry Podcasting. I've been getting a lot of friends recently reaching out to me saying, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. How do I do this thing? What what kind of equipment do I need? What do you use for podcast hosting and all those crazy kind of things? Um, So what I use and I've used since I started podcasting in 2014 is Blueberry Podcasting, and it's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. So you can go to Blueberry.com and uh, pick out the, the podcast hosting plan you want, and then at checkout, use that promo code Bangarang Radio to get one free month of podcast hosting. So you can try it for free. It won't cost you a thing, and you can cancel at any time if you don't end up liking it. But I think you will because, uh, for example, like the reason, one of the big reasons I like it is because I use WordPress for the Pop Punk and Pizza podcast website, and it integrates really well with my WordPress website plus the, uh, the stats, the statistics I get for uh, the podcast as well are, are top-notch. So Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, and at checkout, use promo code Bangarang Radio to get one free month of hosting. All right, so our guests tonight are um, Jake and Rick from a Madison, Wisconsin ska punk band uh, called Courtesy of Tim. And if you're an avid listener of Pop Punk and Pizza, you probably know uh, these guys, or at least know their name, because they actually recently sponsored an episode of the podcast, and uh, you uh, heard one of their songs as well. So it, it's cool to uh, have these guys on as, on as guests, and um, they're in the midst of ending, um, or, or I guess pushing to uh, the next goal on their Kickstarter. There's uh, officially 28 hours left at this very moment. So let's welcome Rick and uh, Jake to the podcast. Hey, guys. Hey. hey there. Thanks for having us. No problem. I'm happy to have you here. So are you, is everyone based in, in Madison, Wisconsin? Almost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our drummer lives up in the Fox Valley, which is about an hour and a half drive for him. Okay, but that's in Wisconsin, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's it's been a hot minute since I've been to Wisconsin. So, um, but Madison was the one time I went to Madison. It was so cool. It's just like a cool town. Um, I uh, it it's pretty much just like a college town. It felt like you know lots of partying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Like I said, I only been there once. So, like the downtown was really cool. Yeah, so I would say that um, it's definitely got the college town aspect, but um, there's also a lot more sort of grown up stuff to do there as well. So you can, <laughs> if, if you're one of the people who went to college there, like you can have a great college experience, but then you might want to stick around for some of the uh, stuff that's in other parts of town. Um, there's some, you know, great music venues in town um, for both small and large acts. Um, 
and some just really great uh, eateries, bars, restaurants and stuff um, uh, all across the, the isthmus, uh, as it's referred to, um, just all over town. Uh, it's a great place to live. Um, yeah, I, I really like you. There's a lake there, too. What lake is that? It's uh, two lakes. Yeah, oh, there's Mendota two and uh, Monona. Okay. Um, and there's there's actually quite a, a few uh, scattered around as well. Uh, Wapisa, Kaganza. Um, but those are the two main ones. Yeah. I mean, it's Wisconsin. <laughs> there's lakes <laughs> yeah, everywhere, yeah. right? I mean, that was um, my uh, my family and I used to go way up to uh, Shitek, Wisconsin to go fishing every single summer. And uh, they had like a chain of lakes up there. Like I forget how many lakes were all linked together, but it was like, I don't know. I feel like at least three or four lakes all chained together. It might've been six. I don't, I can't remember, but <laughs> Just can't um, keep track of that many lakes. Yeah, uh, I can't. Uh, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor's saying three. Oh, he must, he must be talking about uh, the different lakes in Madison. <laughs> I'm assuming, right? Taylor McCarthy. Can you guys see his comment? <laughs> yeah, there? Okay. yeah, that is the uh, aforementioned drummer. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so yeah, welcome Jake and uh, Rick to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm really, really stoked to have you guys here. Um, now let's talk about since we're the, it, down to the wire almost to uh, the Kickstarter for your current record, which is uh, tomorrow again. Uh, this Kickstarter is to help fund that. And um, Rick and I were uh, talking uh, while Jake was trying to get, um, we had some tech issues. Jake was trying to get some things resolved. And we were talking about like how awesome it is that you've reached uh, or you've surpassed your initial goal um, of $8,000. You're at uh, 8600 right now. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool in a couple of different ways. Like one, this is our first foray into something like this. So it's it's like, what's really going to come back? We don't know. And then like looking at some of the other bands, like we've gotten some help from Flying Raccoon Suit. And I know Jeremy, who kind of put this together, referenced a couple other local mid-sized bands doing Kickstarters. And like they have like around 4,000 people follow them on Facebook. We're just under 1,000. So if you like use that as a gauge of what the fan base reach is like, it's like, okay, if we're only at a quarter, like, can we really get to a number that is close to like the same amount of money that flying raccoon suit like requested for their Kickstarter? Like this is going to be a bit of a stretch, yeah. right? Just based on that. But given that it's our first one, I think, you know, maybe there's some family and friends that are like a little more generous than they will be. If we do this again, I don't think we're going to be able to <laughs> wealth extract from people a second time for a few hundred bucks a person, but that's actually not what most of it is. Like we, we did have some perks that were a, a few hundred dollars. Like the cover songs are really popular. We sold all five of those and had requests for like to do two or three more. So th those will come back when we do this again. Um, so it wasn't just generosity and it wasn't just, you know, people super, super close to us pulling this together. That's so cool. I'm trying to pull up what in the world the cover songs were. Um, well, they just are, they're not anything special on the Kickstarter. They're just, they're oh, acoustic cover of your choice. Covers. Yeah. Is that what you're talking was, about? Yeah. So okay. it's whatever you want. That's so cool. Yeah. Two are full band and three are acoustic, which means it's just like not quite all of us are going to do it. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean the uh, the acoustic cover of your choice sold out. Th that's uh, you got all your backers for that. 
That's pretty sweet. And even for the full band, too, I'm looking at it mm -hmm. right now. So, wow. Yeah, that's incredible. I guess that's what you guys just told me, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. I wasn't gonna I, say it. I, I've had a long day. Like I'm 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 uh I'm on a new work schedule and so like I feel like um my brain is is a little foggy, so I apologize for that. That just went whoop I'd right like over you my still head. Blame, uh you could blame daylight savings time if you wanted to. Like we're still close enough to that. We, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that too. Yeah. You're right. Give a month's right. grace period or so. You got oats. <laughs> I got outs, but really there should be uh there should be no excuse on this. Um now the uh the song that uh Pop Punk and Pizza listeners are most familiar with is Human Resource, um, because that's been played on the podcast uh in the last month. I yeah, I want to say it was last month, if not if I'm not uh, mistaken. And um so Human Resource is um a song kind of focusing on like the the stresses of uh modern work culture and i uh i wanted to hear your guys's input i mean i don't know if because jeremy's is is he the the lyricist of the band or who's the lyricist of the band we kind of all pitch in um, okay there are multiple a, yeah it's it's a really cool thing about our our writing style it can be, uh, <laughs> it can draw things out longer than uh, it might otherwise take to to finish the song. Okay. Um, but it's it's really great because we can draw on each other for for input and feedback. Um, and we've got like these Google Docs where we can put some stuff and we can make a lot of comments. And sometimes we go around in circles a little bit with the lyrics. But um, yeah, just generally, um, it's really collaborative, um, and I, I think it ends up giving us a really good product. Um, I think Jeremy might have been the sort of the main lyricist for this particular song. Is is that right, Jake? I don't know. There's definitely some parts that I'm like, that's my line. I couldn't tell you like for the whole song though, if who who did most of the lines. Like, and the other good thing about me and Jeremy is like, I would write a bunch of stuff, and Jeremy's like a really good editor for me. Mm -hmm. So it's like I, that might be like essentially my line, but it wouldn't exist in that state if Jeremy hadn't like been my filter. <laughs> so you're like. Um, yeah, so you might like read the lyrics or like hear the lyrics when you're at rehearsal or whatever. And you're like, I think that was my line, but it sounds a little different. Like it's worded a little <laughs> different, right? You're like, Hmm, I think that's mine, but I'm not sure. Uh, no, usually, usually I know before I hear it. Okay. Like we do it in the writing process. Like he's right there with me being like, we should rework this and we do that together. And then before anyone even sings it for the first time often. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's not like a big, uh, it's not like a big surprise. <laughs> B.E. says, uh, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> no, the only surprises are. Like... That was great. The surprises are when the horn section who doesn't do most of the singing uh, the horn section usually doesn't know what the lyrics are because we can't hear them when we rehearse <laughs> until we like we get a really good PA or we actually record the song. I was gonna say, or until you actually record the song, you're like, oh, I didn't know they they that's what they said, <laughs> or I didn't know that's what they sing. We, we um, get pleasantly surprised sometimes. Yeah, um, but you know, like getting back to uh, the the reason why I was asking is because like um, I, I was curious to hear like your guys's take on like the current uh working conditions for 
the average American? Like what kind of spawned human resource? I would love to hear, you know, like your personal experiences or just like even just your personal take on uh, work culture right now. Especially, I mean, it's been changing vastly so much in the last year because of the pandemic, of course. So, um, I mean, Jake, you can go first on this if you want. Sure. And some of this is like we have liner notes for the song, which Jeremy put on the YouTube music video for Human Resource. Well, what am I saying? I'm getting my song switched up. Sorry. Okay. So Human Resource, we've got kind of two different trends going on right now. So like one, you've got the rise of the gig economy. And then two, you've got the last year of a pandemic where we're seeing a lot of squeeze on people too without like there's no help coming from the top on that. And so like, it's making people ask some questions about what is the nature of work. We, in the last run up to the presidential election, we had people talking about UBI and like these, these topics are out there, but like the reality still is that like you're expected to go to work. You need a certain amount of money just to, in order to even exist and survive, like everything you do to live costs money. So it's like, it's a necessity, but right now, like we've moved so far away from, like having job security or there's no, there's very little union power in the U S these days. So it's like all of that power is on the side of the employer and it's just really, really tilted as far as we're viewing it now. And like, that's just having itself out in human resource where it's like human resource itself is kind of coming from like a specifically white collar place, but like this exists in blue collar as well. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. It's, it's nuts. Like, thinking about how the the jobs that a person has almost and you have to have jobs nowadays right you can't just have one and you just like barely get by and then you're supposed to save all this money for retirement right and for medical expenses and for housing and all this stuff and it's like i got no money to put in there <laughs> like you know, I, I'm I'm sure you guys can relate to that. Yeah, and just also the the basic thing that minimum wage hasn't kept pace with inflation and the rising cost of common goods and services like housing. Um, so fewer people have an opportunity to actually invest in uh, real estate and, and have a home for themselves and and whatever family they might have. Um, so it's it's sort of a sobering look at where we're at right now and trying to say that at least, um, you know, as an individual worker, um, your company doesn't own your brain, your dinosaur brain, and your job does not define you. Um, like you are more of a person than just what you have to do from nine to five or nine to eight or, or what have you. Yeah. It's almost like going back to, uh, like the peasant days, right? You ever feel like that? With with any job that you've had in in the past, you just kind of feel like you're just a a little worker, little peasant in the in the uh, you know the whatever century <laughs> century the uh, the uh, dark ages or the the medieval yeah. times were. Um, probably not personally. Yeah, we're... Um, but second second and second hand, I definitely know as yeah. like an in between thing and that was a place where it's like it's a t- like a 12 dollar an hour job with no benefits no paid time off and it's like there's a bunch of college kids that were doing it for the summer and then there were some people who were like in their 40s and 50s and like that's 
the job that they're kind of stuck with. Like obviously they've been there a little longer. So like their, their pay scale is a little higher and like maybe some benefits kick in, but only like there's like five department managers or something, you know, and like yeah. they're the ones who actually have a real job and like everybody else there is just a, a, um, a peon. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're just a little pawn and you know, they can easily be replaced right tomorrow. Like no big deal. Yeah, I, I totally get you on that. Um, so where does the dinosaur come in? Was it just like, okay, this is a fun way to embrace that? Or is there something about dinosaurs and the working environment that I'm just not connecting my brain with? Hmm. Uh, that's I, I did not write this line, and I don't think it changed it either. Um, it might have been one from Taylor, actually. Um, is Taylor so? Wasn't he watching earlier? Taylor McCarthy. I think so. I think right? so. Taylor yeah. McCarthy. Taylor, are you still there watching? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get uh, your perspective on this? I think it, it could just be hearkening back to something that's just sort of, of primal, like you are an, an organism. Okay. Um, yeah. Taylor God, says. Taylor is there. Yes, he is here. He said it was me. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I, I will not uh, speculate too much about uh, what what Taylor's intentions were with that particular line. Yeah. I mean, dinosaurs are fun, right? I mean, your um, your current logo has a dinosaur with a with a trumpet in its hand, and it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And we have a little um, we have a little uh, plush toy Tim, who's about a little about the size of your hand, a, a green dinosaur that uh, accompanies us to the studio and. And uh, he's an unofficial mascot of sorts. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, so I'm looking at... Um, so so let's get back to the Kickstarter. Um, you know, we talked about Human Resource, which I know is, is actually not the latest single because you've put out some songs since then, correct? Yeah. Um, we released a Canary um, about a week or two ago. Um, which is actually the lead song on the album. And we also put out a, uh, put together a, a music video uh, for that, which we shot uh, outside and uh, in a COVID safe manner um, while we were, were filming, filming it. it. Um, um, so yeah, that's, that's so yeah, the most that's, recent that's one. The most recent one. Um, um, and then uh, Human and then, Resource, uh, human uh, obviously we uh, had it played on here and it was uh, here. great to have that uh, exposure. Um, um, and what was the sort of the original question the about the Kickstarter again? Question about the Kickstarter again? Um, sorry, I'm having some um, having some sorry, issues having here. Some, I'm not sure why we're here. getting echo. <laughs> I apologize. Why we're getting echo? You hear that too, <laughs> right, Rick? I do. Yeah. You hear that, that is... too, right, Rick? I think it's Jake. I think something to do with. Uh... Jake, are you there? Jake, are you there? Okay. I think. Uh, I think. Oh, uh, nope. nope. <laughs> Still having that having issue. That That's so weird. so weird. So weird, man. So weird. Apologies. Um, I guess, uh, Rick, my qu my question was um, for the Kickstarter: What are uh, the pledges that are are left currently? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so we uh, started the Kickstarter in order to um, fund the album, which was quite a significant financial investment from uh, from the band and, and put us in the hole a little bit. Um, 
So uh, it's to fund that, but it's also to um, get merch out to everybody and also to help us know how much merch to make. Um, so we have some exclusive Kickstarter t-shirts on there. We have a Jurassic Ska bundle, uh, which has sort of our uh, more uh, <laughs> our logo uh, with the with the T Rex uh, Tim on the uh, T-shirt. There, um, we've got vinyl options, we've got CD options. Uh, we have a couple uh, of uh, things out there. You can get a, a drum lesson with Taylor, who you have all met in the chat, um, and you can do a, a vegetarian cooking session with Joshua. Um, he uh, went vegetarian over the pandemic and like learned a lot of recipes. He posts the stuff on on socials, and it looks great. Um, so, you know, maybe I'll just personally go out and get that too. I'd, I'd recommend it. Um, so, uh, just simple stuff like stickers too, if you only have a few dollars to chip in. Um, we did have some super awesome rugby short shorts, um, but unfortunately those did sell out. They were a hot item. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's lots of fun merch on there. Um, we're excited to get it out to you. Um, also, we have a stretch goal of uh, $10,000 now. We did meet that $8,000 goal. Um, but if we're able to get another $1,400 in the next uh, 27 and a half hours here, um, <laughs> we will be getting everybody who pledged the Kickstarter a, uh, a brand new EP that will uh, feature our B-sides and also um, either re-records of uh, some of our stuff from our first EP, Appetizers, uh, which we'd like to reimagine and re-record um, with our current producer who we really, really like working with. Um, and then uh, potentially some new songs that we're working on as well. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, let's talk about the... Um, I'm losing my train of thought now. <laughs> I apologize. Um, do, let's see if... Do we have Jake back? I think so. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I know we were. <laughs> there, there we go. Yeah. I know we were having audio issues um, with the uh, the echoing, but I don't hear it now. So welcome back, Jake. <laughs> Into the. Oh, was it your your earbuds causing the yeah, problem? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, here we go. We heard from Taylor. Um, he said the dinosaur brain line is a reference to the idea that you are more than a worker that you are a human, but also an animal, which is being squeezed into a unnatural role to work, which is, is kind of what you were saying, Rick, right? I, I think I was articulating that very, very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I so thank you, Taylor, for stepping in. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Thank you for that, Taylor. Um, and that's something that I think about uh, quite often is, is that I, I feel like we as humans forget that we are animals. Like at the end of the day, we're animals. That, that's just plain and simple. Whether you like to admit that or not, we're animals, right? Or am I wrong? I, I'm I'm no scientist, but you know, I, I thought I learned somewhere along the lines that humans are animals. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and we have all those basic needs that we need to have fulfilled before we can, you know, start to use the things that maybe differentiate us a little bit more from other animals. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if your um, basic needs aren't being met, if you aren't able to, if you're working 12 hours a day and you don't have any time for, for yourself um, to, to rest and, and sort of invest in yourself, then um, you know, it's, it's going to be hard for you to uh, engage in things that are, that are meaningful and stimulating to you. 
Um, and sort of tied to that, if you're working that much, uh, you, there's just fewer opportunities for you uh, for just general advancement. It's every day is sort of scraping by. Yeah. Um, so just sort of thinking about this song in terms of like the necessity of a work-life balance and paying people a wage that allows them to actually live and not just survive. Yeah. And and that's what I, I love about um, Courtesy of Tim is is there's you're 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 des- you're you're pouring in that fun uh ska punk sound that we all grew up on but the topics are kind of because i always felt like the like the second wave of ska was a lot more serious right the topics everything they were just the bands were so serious and then third wave came around right and it was just like silliness all around right um not not completely but that's kind of what the the mainstream you know labeled it on and then um to have bands like courtesy of tim come around and just like mix those two things together it's it's a beautiful thing thanks yeah we I don't want to give uh, ourselves yeah too much with, credit like we didn't, we didn't invent that. <laughs> no, I know you didn't. But I'm. I, that's why I said bands like. That's why I said bands like Courtesy of Tim. Yeah. You know, um, because yeah, there, there's more than Courtesy of Tim for sure. That that is doing that. Um, you know, the blending of the many different waves and variations of ska and uh, you know punk music. So, um, and um, we do laugh about that where it. We're like, hey, this is another song that like sounds happy, but then when you pay attention to the lyrics, it's something else. <laughs> like, wait a minute, this is actually really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> we have quite a few of those, yep. but I, I think it also is um, it, it's helpful to be able to have a message um, that is uh, very well. I, I'd like to say uh, profound is what we're going for, um, but something like that that can be packaged in something that's also just fun to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that that can be a, a good dichotomy in order to get a message across. Um, but also, um, you know, it's, it's not just some sort of um, doom sounding song, uh, though I certainly listen to that type of music sometimes too. Um, it's it's nice to have a little bit of pep too. And it's, it's nice that we have some of our B-sides and stuff as well that we can, um, you know, just play at a show and they're straight up fun as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. There used to be a ska festival in Wisconsin. Was it called Scoppleton or something like that? Is that still a thing? I mean, I know with the pandemic, um, obviously, probably not like the last year, but I wasn't sure like before the pandemic, that was still a thing or not. No, it fell apart a few years before that. Jeremy actually knows the intimate history because that actually happened like he and taylor live minutes away from that okay yeah i um i just always remember that being a thing when i was growing up that was like a a big thing like even down uh south of chicago like you would you know you'd read about it um and there'd just be like this gathering of so so you guys did not go to the uh right it was called scott scoppleton right am i saying that right i'm not even sure yeah that's it um so neither <laughs> yeah, of you, right so neither of you guys were there or ever went to went to that no 
No, I was I was out of state in college, and Rick was not from Madison prior, so we <laughs> both kind of missed the timeline on it. I think. Yeah, I was just curious. I just I, that that's my random thought for tonight. I know that completely just went away from like what we were just talking about, <laughs> but I just randomly thought about. Oh yeah, there used to be this ska festival in Wisconsin, you know, and um, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Now you mentioned Joshua. Now what does Joshua play in the band? He's our bassist, and okay. also he's uh, one of our our uh, vocalists. Okay, so Joshua is the 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 vegan or vegetarian? Vegetarian. Vegetarian. So what are like? Um, has he made like any? Uh, meals for you guys as of late that are really interesting or really yummy or COVID has made that tricky. We've had to just feast with our eyes only, um, <laughs> but he makes these breakfast scrambles that are, just look gorgeous. And mm, I love uh, breakfast. Looking at the, his spice rubs and everything, I'm just like, mm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy that. <laughs> so um, has he? Sorry, go ahead, Jake. I don't know if he what he brought to the last Mario party that we had. That was might have been on the cusp of becoming vegetarian, but he is a he makes really good ramen bowls. That's been his Ooh. big thing. Okay. So like goes all out on those things. Yeah. Yeah, that's a popular thing right now. Ramen restaurants and or just people making their own ramen at home and not the actual packaged stuff you get at the store. Yeah. And um I have yet to go to one of those restaurants, but I feel like I'm going to be doing that sometime this year because I want to, ch- you know, want to check that out. So what do you guys, are, are you guys ramen? You got to be ramen connoisseurs. You're in a DIY ska punk band, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Fueled by ramen? Uh, fuel, <laughs> yeah, fuel, there you go. Fueled by ramen. I like how we're talking about ramen instead of pizza, but we'll get to the whole pizza. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the pizza thing. I, I promise. Um, so yeah. How do you like your ramen? I, well, I've not delved too far in there. Like, um, I was in little Tokyo once and had one there and it was super good, but like, it's, I don't like doing stuff that's that noodle heavy, so it's not a common thing for me to frequent. That's what she said. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I had to say it. It's, it's a reflex, as I always say. Uh, how about you, Rick? Um, I, I certainly wouldn't say I'm a, a connoisseur of that exactly, but uh, as an omnivore, uh, generally something with a, a bit of the, the meat base in there, Um you know, I, I do love things that are noodle heavy. Um, I, I tend to like things that are maybe in a, a bit of a, a sweet sauce when it comes to sort of Asian noodles in general, which is a, a vast, uh, cat, you know, uh, group with many subcategories, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely not a connoisseur, but uh, I could go for a fancy ramen bowl uh, from time to time. So what, what, uh, when it comes to pizza, where are you guys at on pizza? You I want mean, to see mine? You got Oh, that's <laughs> right. I forgot you made a pizza before we went on, right? That's for the, the podcast. That's right, yeah. for the podcast. Let's see this pizza. I wish I could smell it through the <laughs> Ooh, is it still cooking? Oh. I'm, I'm just keeping it warm, you know, that's Oh, sucked. dude. You should I don't uh... want to be rude and eat while I'm in a podcast. I mean, 
technically before COVID, that's what we used to do. <laughs> um, like if, like seriously, we would um, we would eat pizza together on the well, not always. I mean, because sometimes I would have phone interviews and things like that. But for those of you watching or listening for the first time, um, you know, I would uh, go to band shows or they would come to, you know, my little studio set up when we would have pizza and talk. And that was, you know, they're eating pizza while we're recording, you know? So, so, um, so yeah, like seriously, Jake, don't wait, man. <laughs> don't leave that pizza lonely because a couple of things could happen to it. It could vanish yeah. into thin yeah. air. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone else where you're at right now. And even if there isn't, I mean, you get the right person walking by, they're going to break into your house and they're going to steal that pizza, you know? So, and, uh, it's I, mostly I, safe because jo Joshua lives here and he's vegetarian and that pizza oh, okay. is a Supreme. So it's got, oh, it's got some meats on it. Okay. Yeah. I th okay. My, then my... maybe you're, you're safe as far as that goes. <laughs> I mean, B B E is uh, saying dive in, so you know if, right. if you if you needed a, another um, you know reason or another push, I mean there there you go. <laughs> I saw someone in the chat like when it first started, like they had they'd set up their they had set up to watch the podcast and they had their pizza and their beers ready to go. Oh yeah, Veronica. Um, yeah, Veronica from the after hour after hours review. She is, uh, she's the best. She's awesome. And, uh, or no, that was not the comment. It was, oh, yeah. And then Jake, <laughs> Jake Vaughn said that too. Got my pizza and ready for some entertainment. But here's Veronica's comment. Yeah. Pizza ready, beers ready. Let's go. So, um, I don't know if she's still with us because she actually had a live stream to do tonight as well. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, it, it meant a lot that if, uh, if she's no longer here, that she was with us at least for a little bit. So, um, so yeah, you you got a supreme pizza at the house right now, Jake. Um, is that your go-to, or is that just what you had? Yeah, no, supremes all the time. Like I want to pretend that like I'm they're slightly healthy, so put it should have vegetables somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the concession I make with myself. Yeah, that's funny. Um, how and then about eat you? the whole thing? Right. Yeah, <laughs> I th that's that's my problem. If if I make a pizza, a full you know, a full pizza, uh, frozen pizza by myself, um, I I have to really do some talking to myself to say, okay, you're only going to have two slices. You're not going to eat half of it. You're not going to eat you know three quarters of well, it. How do you cut it? <laughs> well, I cut it in triangles usually. What do you do? You cut yours in triangles at home, Eights? or is it squares? What's that? Oh no, I cut it in quarters. You <laughs> you cut it in quarters, so just like four big. You know, so do you? So you end up just eating the whole thing then, or do you like try to just stick with oh, one quarter? <laughs> no, it's either three quarters or all of it. Sometimes I stop at three and go, "Am I full?" And then I go, ah, that other quarter is going to be a great bedtime snack or a great first thing to eat in the morning. Yes, yes, yeah, that's what I think too. But uh, B.E. also <laughs> knows knows what I'm talking about, that that 
that uh, prep talk. Yeah, I literally have to tell myself that, okay, <laughs> you're only going to eat a portion of this, and then you're going to eat the rest later. You know, like, think about it. You can have, like, four meals out of this thing, you know. Um <laughs> save some money and try not to gain the pounds kind of deal. Um, but yeah, let's finally get to get decadent decadent, (laughs) or, or you just do that, you know, with the pandemic we're in, we've been doing that for like a year now. So, um, I know I'm, I'm definitely guilty of that. Um, but let's get to you, Rick. Um, what is, is you on? Oh, okay. What's up? I'm <laughs> important piece he's of la- he's uh, laughing. I'm just glad to know that that the name of the podcast I'm glad to know the name of the podcast comes from the fact that like that's where it originated because I've had a book club that's a book and pizza club so we will review the book and then we will also get pizza and review the pizza dude that's that's awesome that's you were so made cool. for this podcast Jake I was gonna say man you're like you're in the right place set yourself up for success <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. A lot of people, I feel like that, that maybe just hear about the name of Pop Punk and Pizza or just vaguely know about it, think the reason the podcast has the name is because of the whole aesthetic with Pop Punk and Pizza being so related to each other. But it's actually because we literally used to, you know, talk about Pop Punk and eat pizza together, <laughs> you know? So, um, so yeah, that's cool that like with your book club, it's like the same thing, you know, like you, um, it, it wasn't just like, oh, this sounds cool. You know, we'll just call it this. It was actually like you read and you, you eat pizza. So that's cool. Yeah. And <laughs> I was going to say we lost Jake's camera, but I think we can still hear him. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, you, you can. This is just okay. uh, me cutting the pizza. Oh, he's cutting the. Pi- <laughs> he's got to cut the pizza in private. It's a very private thing. I don't know uh, if uh, you make sure no one else is watching you during that moment, but it, it is a very special, sincere moment for sure. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, oh yeah, my uh, my girlfriend Lizzie Yolich. Um, she is a librarian, so Jake, she wants to be a part of this uh, this pizza book club. So just. Just so you know, we'll have to, uh, that, we'll that could connect. be, yeah, we'll connect. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to, uh, we'll just come up weekly to, um, you know, Wisconsin for the, uh, the book club. She actually has a, uh, she has a friend she visits once in a while in Wisconsin, but she's literally like just over the border in, um, now I'm forgetting the name. I can't remember now. Beloit? Probably is Beloit. Yeah. It might be Beloit. Um. I think it's Beloit. I don't know why I'm forgetting all of a sudden, but either way, it's like literally just over the border. So, yeah, Beloit. Yep, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Um, so, yeah, let's finally get to Rick. Let's let's hear Rick's uh, side of, of pizza. Are uh, are you into like, I mean, what's really big right now is like the um, the vegetable crust, like the cauliflower crust kind of thing. I, I'd say I'm pretty traditional when it comes to, to different sorts of crust styles. I think um, just uh, standard good bready crust is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine you've probably had the pineapple debate at some point on the show. <laughs> Many times. And I mean, 
you know, I'm always up for that debate. So, uh, you know, we're because it's something that never gets old. Seriously, like the whole pineapple on the pizza debate, it just never gets old. It's always going to be a thing. Um, so, yeah, where do you stand on that, Rick? Everyone has an opinion on it, right? I'm I'm very pro pineapple. I okay the, the, the sweetness with uh, there we go the saltiness and the <laughs> I got to give you a round of applause for that. Um, this makes for a, a really good uh, a really good uh, flavor profile, especially when you mix it with uh, another sort of salty topping like a uh, a ham or a bacon or something like that. That can be really good. Um, however, I will have to say um, the best pizza I have ever had was in Naples, Italy. Um, it was oh. from just a little shop that was, uh, you know, just on the side of the road somewhere. Um, and it was five euro for, you know, a whole whole big pie that w- would cost like uh, 12 bucks or something from a, 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 a solid pizza restaurant here. Um, man, that, that was a, a surreal experience. I, I didn't know that it was, it was just a, a margarita pizza. So it was just, um, you know, it was crust, uh, sauce and, and big old blocks of, of fresh mozzarella. Um, oh, and just had this really, it had this really soft, pliable crust that was just like, um, uh, it, it like sort of melted in the mouth really. Mm. Um, and that was one that it was really easy to eat the whole one. <laughs> Dude, you're killing me right now. <laughs> that, sounds I, so, it too, so. <laughs> that sounds so good. You can't, you cannot beat fresh mozzarella like you just can't there's there's nothing beats it fresh cheese is just so good let's uh let's check in with jake jake how's the pizza he's got a mouthful so (laughs) dude if if i had didn't have pizza while rick was talking about pizza like I might have to leave this podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe I, I I need to start like incorporating the pizza eating thing again. I I just kind of gave up on it with the pandemic, but you know, maybe it's time to just be like, you know what? Who cares if we're not actually in the same room? Let's just do it anyway. So, you're you're inspiring me, Jake. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, so what what is the uh, the brand, by the way, of that pizza? It's what? This is a Palermo's. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with Palermo's. I don't know if that's a regional brand or a nationwide brand. I want to say it's probably regional, but I could be wrong. I think it is regional. Yeah. I I doubt you could go to Massachusetts and and find that. I mean, I can find it here, but I'm not that far from you guys, so... In, in the grand scheme of things, you know, we're both in the Midwest, so, you know. Right. But um, there's a uh, there's a pizza maker in my hometown of uh, Mantino, Illinois, and they make the the vegetable pizza crust, you know, the, the cauliflower, and I think there's another, a couple other variations they have. And they come up with all kinds of crazy different flavors and concoctions and uh it's called urban farmer if uh you ever run into that at the store it's it's made in uh made in my hometown it's pretty cool um it tastes i think it tastes good it i mean it's obviously more expensive so i don't i don't buy it too often but uh it's good stuff if uh you ever get to check that out um so jake what is your opinion on pineapple on pizza my opinion is that 
if it's a pizza, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's, uh, that deserves a round of applause as well. Definitely. Yeah. That's how I, that's exactly how I feel about it. Um, and in all honesty, if a pizza was going to be ska, wouldn't it be a pineapple pizza with, you know, ham or, or bacon or pepperoni on it, right? I mean, let's be honest here. You, you need to th- throw as many elements into as possible to simulate the vast number of band members that are in a ska band. Oh, so we need more toppings than just pineapple <laughs> and uh, ham? We need, a, we need at least six. Okay, so um, what else uh, What else are we going to throw on this? Uh, so let's say we got pineapple and ham. What else are we going to throw on a ska pizza? I like a little onion. I feel like okay. that. Uh, All right, so we got onion. A crunch. Okay, that's three. Yeah. Uh, what what else do you think, Chick, should be on a ska pizza? What which subgenre of ska is this pizza? <laughs> I well, I'm we're talking like, like really ska wavy pizza at this point. <laughs> ska core would have some hot peppers on it for sure. Oh, ska core, yeah. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. Wow, that would really uh, talk about <laughs> talk about compl- combining all different types of flavors. Holy cow! <laughs> yeah, you, so you got ham, pineapple, onion, and peppers. <laughs> That's four. Um, let's see. What so 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 we're representing what at this point? Scott, thin crust. Um. <laughs> It's either a thin crust or like like an in between kind of crust, right? You know, like a um, maybe not a pan, but like a I, like maybe what they call like a tavern style, or is tavern style considered thin? I don't know. You, you may be getting beyond the depth of my crust knowledge. <laughs> I'm thinking, would we put? Um, another meat topping on there, or would it just be would it just be ham? Some bacon and ham. Some bacon double and up. ham. Okay, so we got to double up on the ham. So that's five. So we got we need one more. I feel like bacon and ham is like us having a trumpet and a flugelhorn. They're a little <laughs> bit different, but well, you can that, tell them apart. But they're pretty similar. And that's what you. It, I love that you brought that up because that's what you have in courtesy of Tim, right? Absolutely, yeah. And that is is that Jake or is that Rick? I'm the I'm the flugelhorn. Okay. So yeah. what is the big difference? Let's talk about that. Um what is, what's the big difference between the two? Or is there a big difference at all? So when it comes to the tone, uh the flugelhorn is a little bit more mellow. Um so the reason why I I do I was a sort of a trumpet player originally. Um but when one is a trumpet player in a jazz band for a long period of time, one often acquires a flugelhorn as that is sometimes required. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I, you're the only ska band I can think of that has <laughs> has one, you know, like I can't think of, not that I know all the ska bands in the world, obviously, but, you know. So um, there are a couple of tracks on the, on the album, um, Hang Ups and Hangovers, which is uh, the first single from this, and Here's the Thing, Winnie, um, that we actually have uh, Beck who was our tenor sax player before I showed up. Um, 
And he actually did the, the art for us too on the, the album. Um, and he does art for the shirts as well. Um, so he's still very much involved, but um, he had left for a, a job across the country. Um, so there was a sort of a, a middle horn that was lacking. So um, actually, um, I was on an ultimate frisbee team with some friends from work, as we do in Madison. Of course, uh, ultimate's pretty big here. Yeah, um, no, it's big down in the <laughs> Chicago area too. Believe me, I've got friends that are pretty hardcore about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were not the hardcore people, being a group of uh, folks from work who were sort of trying it out for the time. But we we joined the league and we we did okay and we learned a lot. Um, but we were having some drinks after. Um, uh, after one of our games and, and one of my coworkers was like, we were talking about music styles because there was some karaoke going on, I think. Okay. Um, and, and, and they were like, uh, you know, what about ska music? Does anybody like ska music? And I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I'm pretty into that. Uh, and you know, I, I also play trumpet and you know, I'd, I'd be really interested in like finding a band around here. I just haven't been able to find anything. And uh, she was just like, uh, you know what? I happen to know uh, one of my friends is in a band I will connect you with him. So networking for the win. Um, so actually that was, yeah. And Jake was the, was the person that uh, she put me in contact with. So, okay. um, so I think it was just a week or two after that, um, uh, they were doing the filming for the hangups and hangovers music video. Um, so I showed up to that to be an extra in, in the crowd uh, and also got to meet uh, some of the guys in the band then too. Um, and then, invited me to a practice and I spent many, many hours learning all the songs that were on Spotify uh, to the best of my ability. Um, and they decided to take me on for which I'm uh, very grateful. And uh, I've had a lot of fun in the last couple of years since I've been with the band. That's awesome, uh, but basically yeah. I, I, I uh, had the trumpet, but chose to do the flugelhorn because I was replacing a, a tenor sax voice, which um, is more mellow and deeper than a flugelhorn, but at least a flugelhorn has a little bit more of that, um, sort of that uh, warm tone uh, yeah. than a trumpet does. So we do tend to, when we're writing our parts, we tend to use uh, Brennan on trumpet for sort of the higher piercing things. Um, and then maybe some more mellow melodic lines in the flugelhorn. Though if, if you blow pretty hard on that, that'll uh, still cut through pretty well. Um, and then Jake's just a really good counterbalance on the low end to that. Um, it's really fun to write like a melody in the trumpet and the flugelhorn and have a counter melody and the trombone. It, that I love the interplay between that. And you'll hear that in, in a couple of the songs on the album. Uh, Phoenix is a, a big one that has that. Um, that'll be, uh, that's the second track on the album uh, when you get it. Um, it's, it's a very like punky song. It's probably the most punky song of ours on the album. Um, and got a, a great little horn feature in there. I'm really proud of what we did there. Cool. Yeah, I noticed um, yeah, that that you guys aren't afraid to experiment with your horn lines. It seems like there's like you're always trying. Like from the the, the songs that I've listened to, I feel like each one has like it's like a little different. You're like trying something new, which I think is really cool because you never know like that one day where you find something that's just like it just it just really clicks in. And you're like, that's it. That's the you know that's the formula or whatever. You just never know if you're going to like create a new wave of something. You know what <laughs> I mean? I Jake's laughing, but I mean, you know, it could happen. Right. Yeah. Like I, I know. I think a lot about how like the holophonics and younger than Neil, right. They kind of have a lot of, I feel like they're a lot of jazz inspired just in the, the selection of things that they do. Cause there's a lot of like blue notes and they go outside the key a lot. 
Um, and it's like their chord structures are different. So like that's to me, they sound really experimental. Like I don't like we're not as experimental as that. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of stick to the key a little bit more. Um, so that's that's kind of why I was giggling there. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Yeah, not I'm not saying like you're crazy like experimental, but still like um more experimental than than some horn sections you hear you know in a ska punk band you know where it's like kind of straightforward kind of deal uh but i feel like you guys are you know trying definitely trying different things which is just like i said it's it's cool to hear that so um but uh you know we're we're getting uh close to the to the end we should probably just like plug that kickstarter uh, one more time, you know, I, I, it can't hurt, right? We're, uh, you know, we got like 28 and a half hours left or 27 hours at this point is, is what it says. Um, so, um, who, who wants to, uh, who, who wants to do the plug <laughs> Rick or Jake? <laughs> does this mean I do it or does that mean that you do it, Jake? You guys playing rock, <laughs> yeah, paper, scissors? That oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. You go ahead, Jake. Okay. So cool things left on the Kickstarter is uh, we can still, I mean, obviously you can still get the album if you haven't already backed it, but we've added things where, and Rick mentioned this before, you can get us to start, oh my God, can't talk. We're going to do an EP like that we haven't done yet. It's probably going to be re-recorded, reimagined B-sides, from some old stuff so we can get that on a new one and it'll sound great. Cause it'll be in our new with our new producer. Who's like a much more professional sound than we did on like the original EP. So that's, what's an exciting thing. We've got some cool merch stuff. Like there's beach ball sunglasses that are branded with our stuff. In addition to like the t-shirt you can only get on Kickstarter. It will have the, the album on vinyl and then an EP that we just released like a month ago. Also on vinyl is, is out there. Wow, man, that's awesome. Lots of vinyl. I love it. Yeah, and that, that EP was a lot of fun to do as well. Uh, it's with our, our friends in Mescales, who are also based out of Madison. They're a, uh, a Latin ska band with some surf influences. Um, we had a lot of fun doing that split with them. Um, it was something that um, the band had talked about for a couple of years, and it took a pandemic to, to make it happen. Um, but that is a that's uh, that was a lot of fun because it was uh, the A sides of that are uh, dealing with some some pretty heady topics or heavy topics with uh, um, racism in policing and also just with mental health during the pandemic, which was uh, uh, ours was uh, racism in policing and Nisqali's focused on um, general mental health struggles during the pandemic. But um, the B sides for that um, we. Uh, we covered one of Mescali's original songs and they covered one of ours. Um, so it's pretty fun to hear the Latin ska take of one of our songs and then our take on a Latin ska song. Um, we got to do some soloing in that song too, which is a lot of fun. Um, I'm always a big fan of that with my, my jazz background. Um, so yeah, that, um, that EP is a lot of fun. Definitely well worth picking up as well as the album. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, really, really proud of that. And just, Check out Mescali's too. They're they're a great group, um, and and we love playing with them. And we we can't wait to play with them and and all the other bands that we've been with, uh, uh, been missing for the last year or so here. Yeah, I mean it'll be a, a wonderful wonderful day when 
<clears throat> when live shows come back in full force. So I know we're we're all waiting anxiously awaiting for that day. So um, so yeah, that, that I'm I'm super excited for you guys that you are you know you're past your goal, but you're trying to get to that that extended goal. And uh, everyone needs to go over to uh, Kickstarter right now and uh, type in courtesy of Tim. And you'll find that Kickstarter. And even if you can just do, you know, the the, the smallest um, backing, uh, do it. Yeah, so, every little helps. Exactly. So um, all about helping you guys reach your goal. And, um, you know, be- best of luck to you guys on, on uh, breaking into that next goal. Yeah, thanks. So, yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's see. I... I think I think that wraps things up. Anything else, guys? I, I think that's. Uh, I don't have anything, Jake. Do you? It's yeah. I want two things. Just to go back to Mescales, it's like I always want to plug a band, but like give people an idea of what they sound like. So we've said they had a little surf rock. They also got a, like a bit of a two tone feel to them as well. So if that's kind of the stuff that people dig, then that's what you should be checking out. And then as far as the album goes, if people are thinking about backing that, five of the nine tracks that will be on that album are out on streaming. So you can get a really good sense if like you dig our sound or not. It's not going to be you grow, like throwing money blind. So yeah, check it out. Be an informed buyer, you know. <laughs> there you we go. Think, we think you'll like the ones that uh, aren't there yet as well. I agree. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, just live life on the edge a little bit. <laughs> just, you know, just kind of... Just kind of put a feeler YOLO. out there. For a caution to the wind. <laughs> yeah, YOLO, as uh, Jake <laughs> just said. Yeah, little little YOLO action there. The oh, my gosh. Best. All right, well, um, Rick and uh, and Jake, it was great to meet you guys. Thank you so much uh, for being here tonight. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much. Have pizza with you Thank anytime. You. Yeah, I mean, I hope, you know, you never know. One day we might be able to do it in person, or the next time we do this virtually, well, I'll make sure that I got a pizza going and Rick and maybe Jeremy can join us next time. So. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. Well, you guys have a great rest of the night. Yeah, you too. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Take care. Yep. All right. Thank you uh, once again to uh, Rick and Jake of uh, Madison, Wisconsin-based uh, Scott Punk Band, courtesy of Tim it was uh, so great having them on the podcast tonight. Uh, please back their Kickstarter um, at this very moment during this live stream, as uh, we just talked about. Um, there's uh, 27 hours left to back that live stream. And uh, even if you're listening to this episode and it's weeks past um, the, uh, the Kickstarter ending, uh, you know, you can still look up Courtesy of Tim on Spotify and uh you know stream the heck out of uh their their debut album uh which is called tomorrow again so um please please support them I thoroughly appreciate that and uh also this uh episode of um pop punk and pizza has been sponsored by blueberry podcasting so if you're thinking about getting into podcasting or maybe you already have a podcast and you're just 
wanting to try a different hosting service, give Blueberry a try. Now, that's spelled B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. It's the uh, service that I've been using since I started podcasting seven years ago. Go to uh, Blueberry.com, and uh, when you choose your hosting package that you want, just um, put in that promo code at checkout, Bangarang Radio, and you'll get one free month of hosting. And I guarantee you'll love it. Uh, and if you don't, then that that's it. There's no obligation. You you just get one free month, and you can cancel at any time. So Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot uh, com, and uh, promo code Bangarang Radio for that one free month of hosting. And if, if that's something you need help setting up with, if you need help setting up your podcast or anything like that, have any questions about podcasting, I'm not like, by all means, the ultimate expert of podcasting, but I'm here to help. I've been getting a lot of friends um, approach me lately through Messenger and things like that saying, I'm starting a podcast. Um, what do I need to know? You know, and, and I'm happy to just at least give them the knowledge of of uh, what I know. So, um, so Blueberry.com um, and uh, promo code Bangarang Radio. I'm Jacques Lamour. It was so great having you here tonight, or um, if you're happening to uh, just be listening to this episode later on on uh, one of the many podcast uh, platforms. Thank you for uh, your love and support. Uh, If you want to support the podcast further, please give me a positive rating and review wherever it is that uh, you listen to podcasts, especially on Apple Podcasts. It really does go a long way. Uh, You can subscribe, follow follow us, and all that stuff, because I know Apple Podcasts is changing it from subscribe to follow. And we now have a live stream of the podcast every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Time, on our Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube accounts. And uh, it just kind of beefs up and and gives a variety of, to uh, those that would rather watch a podcast instead of just listening to it. You can just go to YouTube and watch it on the Pop Punk and Pizza uh, YouTube channel, if you wish. Um, So if uh, you want to do all that stuff and then uh, check out the the merch we have at uh, poppunkpizzapodcast.com, you can also sign up for our mailing list. Or maybe you want to submit your band to be a guest on the show or to play your music. You can all you can do all that stuff at poppunkpizzapod.com. And um, if you are going to go to our merch store, make sure you use that promo code poppunk to get $2 off your order. So uh, the next live stream and the next episode of the podcast that's going to be uh, happening is uh, April 21st. We're going to be talking to Luke of Calling All Captains. So that will be live Wednesday, April 21st, 7 p.m. Central Time on our YouTube, our Facebook, and our Twitch accounts. So um, be ready for that. And uh, the the podcast version of of that live stream will be available the uh, following Thursday, just like this live stream we just had with courtesy of Tim is going to be up on all podcast platforms tomorrow. So have a great rest of the night and uh, thank you for tuning in and have a great, have a great rest of the week as well. See you. See you next week. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.